Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the I'm Hungry podcast. I'm Foster. I'm Daniel. And we're actually we're actually back uh, another week in a row here. So that's yeah. kind of impressive, you know. They can do a schedule. A little bit. We actually have like a little bit of a schedule now, so it's it's not bad. Uh, all those who are waiting eagerly for our next episode. Yeah, all of us. Your lucky day. <laughs> But yeah, um, this week it's been pretty uh, hectic. I would say not hectic. I don't know, but like a lot of stuff that happened. Um, what happened this past Monday, Tuesday weren't really that. It weren't really anything like crazy. But I was yeah. just, you know, really trying to stay on top of things. Right. Uh, um, I mean, that can be that can be an event in itself. Yeah, no, for sure. Wednesday, I actually, uh, I went to go pick up my sweaters from my ex-girlfriend now. Uh, and we, we like, sat down and had a talk um, just about things and, like, our feelings and shit like that. And it, it went really well. Like, it, it went That's a good. lot better than I expected. And we're on good terms. And I'm really glad because, you know, I still care about her. And... The reason yeah, the, cool. the reason that we broke up was kind of just I need to figure some I need to figure out how to like do things in college right like this is so right. I feel like you can agree with me here like it's so like it's so different it's so different yeah. than like anything else I've ever like done you know what I mean yeah for sure it's yeah I mean definitely understand where you're coming from I mean like yeah so that's that's cool that it went well yeah so I just I, like we talked about all that stuff and it went well so I'm I'm glad. Awesome. Well, uh, my week, pretty much the same. Like, I can't point. Oh, I can point to something. I was going to say I couldn't figure out anything that I did that was, like, event worthy. But uh, the solar oven project I mentioned last week, we had our first prototype test. Uh, I stayed up until from, like, 7 to midnight building the sphere. And then another team member. What? 7 to midnight. Yeah. It was... I'll have to send you a picture or something. Dang, uh, but okay. yeah, we should maybe we could we could like post it on. You, you a, should send me a picture because I li- I'm pretty sure I literally have to do that exact same project this this week. You have a solar oven? Yeah, I need to like keep an ice cube like uh, cold as long as possible. Wait, so it's like it's like the opposite. Yeah, of it's solar like oven. it's like a it's like an insulator. I need to create like <laughs> an insulating device. So it's it's not solar powered, but it, it's supposed to block out the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's like the opposite then. I thought I thought yeah. yours was okay. Never mind. But yeah, I have yeah, to do like the opposite of yours. It's the exact opposite. We're trying to cook a biscuit, and you're trying to keep an ice keep cube an ice cube frozen. That's so fun. That's exactly how engineering projects between U of A and ASU <laughs> should be. <laughs> yeah, that's actually kind of ironic, isn't it? That's funny. Um, but yeah. Uh, like maybe like after because i know like youtube has like a social thing so maybe we could like oh, yeah. post the pictures like of both of our things that'd be funny <laughs> so are I'm, you doing anything unique for your design because like i mentioned like i built yeah. this sphere and I, we put it in a box with insulation and stuff i had that do? in mind so like you're talking about the sphere like you did research on the sphere it does like keeps like the best like the best uh i don't know i can't remember what you said but he, it has the lowest surface area to volume ratio so he it, it, uh i mean marginally it's harder for heat to transfer i think i honestly, so, yeah i'm honestly probably just gonna use like styrofoam um 
cardboard probably i'm probably gonna like layer, yeah. layer cardboard and styrofoam and the like a sphere sort of thing yeah you could do a truncated icosahedron like we did oh wow that's very <laughs> that's very neat yeah i'm totally gonna do that all by myself <laughs> i i did i literally taped these hexa 20 Go off. Go off. 15 pentagons together yeah into this sphere damn that's crazy but I mean, like it's it was. I guarantee it was easier than trying to make like a just an actual sphere out of cardboard because like you can't you can't bend cardboard into a sphere. So like you have to like sacrifice some of the roundness for construction easiness. Yeah. But anyway, that's that's cool. So I have to do that. I have to finish that by next week. Um. What else? How do you measure how is it like how long your ice cube stays alive? Uh, we just like I, I'm pretty sure I have to have like a hole in it or something so I can like watch it I'll take like a slow-mo video or like right. a, like a time long, lapse how do you tell like how well your oven did what's the metric seconds minutes okay so it, it is how long your ice cube lasts yeah that's how you measure it okay that makes sense we have to do like we have to do one on we have to do like two controls and then our like actual thing so we have to do one on like a table one on like a piece of metal and then like one in our in our machine oh interesting yeah that makes sense i guess we don't really need a control for ours because it's unlikely that a biscuit will cook itself if <laughs> left on the table. you just leave it on the table you're like what would do it with the fuck like, there's a biscuit here it's golden brown and perfect oh dude that'd be so crazy <laughs> Well, that's yeah. That's that's pretty much the only thing I did this week besides the usual, you know, homework stuff. Midterms are kind of starting. Like this exam was I kind of like my chemistry. Well, I don't know if we have a chemistry midterm, but it, there are, there's a philosophy paper that's our midterm paper that is due in a couple weeks. I'm looking forward to writing that. I don't know what the prompt is yet, but I really like my philosophy class, so I'm excited to try and like actually write about it academically dude philosophy is interesting as fuck <laughs> like i'm not even joking with you like i am actually like heavily interested in philosophy i've been like i'm watching this one youtube channel called like his name is sisyphus 55 and he, <laughs> he uh he talks about like um like all these philosophers and like these ph like different like schools of philosophy yeah. but he, he draws like these little like uh little stick figure drawings to, like keep you interested while you're watching it and it's actually yeah. it's super interesting like, it's super i i like the topics i was i was i was watching videos on like uh terrence mckenna and like carl young and uh aldous huxley and like all these guys yeah that's that's cool what what was like the topic was it just everything or was it like because we're doing you know my class is virtue ethics so was yours like that plus other stuff or was it like something in specific? it's all it's all over the place because it's like a youtube channel right so he's talking about anything, right. he's talking about anything and everything like yeah there are certain like specific focus videos like one video he talks about uh stoicism specifically uh another video he talks about um like what it what is love like what like and he talks about it and like okay this is what it is chemically like but what does it mean to like the person right. and like how like theoretically what is like a guide of how to get love and he like sort of guides it out and he's like that's how you do it theoretically but like what is it really and like it's super fucking interesting um yeah. like the and then like the videos that he does like he'll do videos like sort of like biographies on like certain philosophers so, like the guys i was talking about 
Carl Jung like was one. He did one. Aldous Huxley. Isn't it, Carl Jung is a psychologist as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, He's like he did. I remember learning about him in my AP Psychology class in high school. He did something he had i don't remember exactly what he did but he's a pretty important psychologist yeah yeah yeah. uh like he wrote like he wrote this one i really want to read the one of his book that is called the red book it was literally banned in the u.s for like a long time because they just didn't want people fucking reading that shit <laughs> like not gonna lie not gonna lie a lot of my interest in this topic is fueled by um a certain illicit substance that i take part in every once in a while uh it's lsd fucking all these guys that i mentioned they do like hella not hella lsd but they do like a decent amount of lsd and they just fucking that's what the books i want to read are about it just like they write down like their experiences and like how it like changes their lives or like makes them see things differently dude i'm a little bit of a hippie not even gonna lie didn't I, I did i think i did the my ap biology that ap ap biology project on lsd yeah um, oh yeah like, i remember that i remember that i remember that and i was like i was like you ever done lsd daniel <laughs> like no and didn't i ask tillier <laughs> what if she had yeah i'm pretty sure i did possibly i mean i wouldn't put it past you I in that class yeah, i can't remember that was that was a, <laughs> such a fun class I actually got credit for the class. <laughs> that was like the. I, know, I'm, I didn't. It sucks. Was, I, maybe I got we something. Talk, I don't, I don't know. Sure, I don't sure, think I pretty sure we talked about this, but yeah, this is yeah, like. Yeah, we did. We mentioned that in like the first episode. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. But yeah, AP Bio. Who would have thought? That's the one, like pretty much the only AP class I got credit for. But yeah. <laughs> awesome. Either way, um, but yeah, man, LSD's fucking sick. Um, if you're like, <laughs> listeners. If you ever want to take LSD, be safe with it. Be smart with it. Make sure you know where you're getting it from. Uh, make sure it's real. You don't want to get fucking fake shit. Um, are we are we like sanctioned to give? This is free. This is free speech, bro. I'm allowed to say whatever I want about this. <laughs> I'm not on LSD right now. Right. I don't have LSD. I, I do not condone this message on my end. It's this purely is educational. It's purely educational services. From Foster only. From, from, yeah, from me, an experienced user. Um, shit's wild. I love that shit, bro. <laughs> like, not even gonna lie, that shit's crazy. Uh, it's, it's such like a, it's like, you, you can't, dis- you, like, you can't, you can't describe it to someone who's never right. done it. You can't describe it. It's literally undescribable. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it definitely like the more you do it, like once you do it like two or three times, like I would say even like after one time, it makes you think a lot more about like life and like who you are and what you're doing and how you do things and how you talk to people, the kind of people you want to be around you. Like it, it's fucking, it's, I would say it's, I would say it's helped me learn more about so myself. Is that, so is that what inspired your interest in psychology? yeah yeah because it's all like what it like it's like what is what do things mean to you what how like because i don't really think that there's any one right answer i think that it's all just like however you can cope right i i I, like in my opinion life is just a bunch of shit it's just a bunch of absolute trash and like all these different schools of philosophies are just how people cope with the shit and yeah. it's like it, it just, I just find it interesting to like look at how different people handle things whether it be like a Tibetan monk or a um, or like a fucking 
like look at Nietzsche. He's just like the world is shit. I'm gonna live, well, yeah, I'm gonna live I mean, in the mountains that... for my the rest of my life. <laughs> like what? He's like I'm gonna live in the rest of the, like I'm gonna live in the mountains for the rest of my life by myself and just <laughs> be sad. Oh, that sounds that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> oh yeah, but well, I mean that's similar to like my view. Uh, like right now we're reading, you know, so my class is virtue ethics, uh, mm -hmm. and we're looking at Aristotle right now, and you know his he's. He believes that uh, he argues that virtue is an intermediate between or all different. The different virtues are intermediates between the different vices, uh, and you have to aim away. You have to avoid the extremes and find the intermediate. And that intermediate can look different for different people, but uh, the goal is to have an excess of intermediacy between vices, and that gets you to virtue. So. It's yeah. pretty interesting, it, and the way he presents his arguments, it, I really, really like because it's extremely logical. And you know, obviously, it has to be, but I don't know. I feel like when I'm reading, I actually it's pretty it's pretty dense, but yeah. I'm reading it, and I I am reading it for comprehension. I'm like, yes, I I understand what you're doing here. Like I I, I feel definitely connected to what he's thinking. It's pretty cool because like like I feel like I haven't had it's difficult to have conversations where you can discuss where you can have something presented so concisely in a way that isn't, you know, trying to, he, he does it in a way that isn't trying to uh, dissuade anyone's view specifically. He says, you know, it's, this can look different for different people, but he's still giving this, what he think what he hopes is an objective guide for being a virtuous person. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but like I was going to say, so that's like my, my romantic side looks at that and says that that i think that could be a model that i'll follow but my rational side knows or thing um, my belief is that you know that the universe is just everything the universe and everything that is in the universe just happens yeah. and there's no point to anything so the things that are alive in the universe that can think about it in that way can just do what we want and i think the best way to well yeah and actually aristotle does kind of line up with that view because he talks about objective happiness and how you can find that through virtue so and i think that is kind of that's what i think i should try and do is to find yeah. objective happiness like defining like defining do whatever own, they want exactly yeah like the sort of like defining your own purpose within like the world yeah i don't feel i mean obviously we don't want to for our audience we don't want to try and enforce any kind of message but my personal idea is that you know, the universe is just a thing with lots of stuff in it. And I happen to be one of that part of that stuff. And so I can do what I want. I can create my own philosophy within the universe that I know or that I think doesn't have meaning, but I can still create what I call my romantic philosophy, which is, you know, what I want to do with this happenstance that happens to be me. Yeah. So I'm pretty, it's pretty fun. If I'm not mistaken, I don't know. Of course, I, I I don't got these shits memorized, but like I'm pretty sure that that is like what uh what like nihilism is, is basically saying. Because like the guy who created nihilism, Friedrich Nietzsche, he was like the world is shit, everything sucks. Um, like we're not here for any specific reason. So like the so like he like he was sort of like he was sort of like a real. Down, Debbie Downer you know what I mean yeah. like he just was like a kind of an asshole but then people like read his shit and then like they sort of took his works and like defined that what basically what you're saying around it I'm, I'm pretty this might be a completely different thing but I'm pretty sure it's nihilism that like we're not here for like any specific purpose and like that 
we like we need we define our own person and happiness and like uh life basically you know what i mean yeah i mean i don't know i feel like i don't know anything about nihilism either other than like something like roughly implied by the good place the show but yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i think you're right nihilism like started out as more of like or i don't know anything actually so i'm just gonna what i think it is is uh it it was like you said just proposed kind of like as a debbie downer kind of thing but then you know you can take it that way or you can take it in a way that is kind of more positive where it's just, or actually more neutral i think and i think being yeah. more neutral is being more positive because then you're free to do to be more positive if you want you know it's just i like that that kind of philosophy yeah um, yeah it's it's very interesting i think i think it's very i think yeah i there's so many different like schools of schools of thought and like this Con, like in philosophy in general that yeah. and they're all so really interesting to me and they all like it because they all make sense in like a way because it's like yeah i can totally understand how like that would be a prevailing thought one i yeah. really, one i really like is um uh stoicism and like taoism uh, we were really reading a lot about that uh, we've uh, like taoism's oh, like Taoism is yeah. like old Chinese shit, um, so it's like a little bit less. I mean, I don't know. I can't really tell what I'm saying, but like, uh, Dao, like Taoism, I I just really like the concept. It's like, from what I from what I understand of it, is that you it's like living in the moment, right? So it's it's like you're not looking at the future, you're not looking at the past, you're not looking at what you have, you're not looking at what you want, you're just looking at what is and like you're just appreciating that around you yeah i've heard of i've heard of both of those i yeah i didn't remember that specifically but yeah, yeah that that is a that's a good one and then, like you said it's it's fun because everybody's argument isn't really an argument against yeah. anyone else i mean it is they do contradict each other but they're more there for you to choose yeah no one can say that was the intention of the author but they are they all exist and they they can't really exist in harmony but they can because each person can adopt it and yeah. as long as they don't interfere with anybody else in a way that interferes with their philosophy you can adopt a philosophy and live that out you know I, I, that's yeah. what i think obviously that's that's kind of a philosophy in itself the like you can do whatever you want as long as you don't yeah. disrupt anyone else's world but yeah. you know that that's the philosophy in itself and you know that can be debated as well it's just fun because there isn't there's no um uh viciousness yeah in, it's in all it. just like it's, it's just all just like conjecture. okay yeah i mean like sure. yeah, it's just argument it's just argument supported or it's conjecture supported with logic and you you can argue with it you know you could get vicious but inherently there isn't yeah huge con there isn't there's no reason there's no reason to get vicious exactly yeah because you're not going to be able to prove that you're right you're not gonna be able to prove the other guy's wrong it's just like yeah yeah if you're yeah. if you're getting mad you're just sort of a, a bitter person i guess huh? yeah exactly you just gotta be open mind yeah it kind of teaches you about open-mindedness too yeah yeah, yeah. uh but so, yeah and then like stoicism is like it's oh, just yeah. it's basically just sort of like it is what it is you know like that's yeah. that's that's basically the gist of that one but yeah like, yeah right exactly like, it's all like all these sort of like things that like you know about as a kid or like these concepts they get like a, a little bit expanded on the more you look into it and it's actually I, I just think it's really interesting like all of it yeah um, well if you are if you're in the audience and you know more about stoicism or Taoism or any of the things we just talked about and you think 
that we're not interpreting it correctly, leave a comment and uh, hey, man. let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. Because as we know, on the I'm Hungry podcast, we have zero evidence. For we, yeah, no, we do. This is remember. completely just off the dome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like go the audience could, you know, if there is an audience, it would be interesting to like have like people come in with their input <laughs> I mean, we are, like and tell us you know like actually this is more like what stoicism is saying and then we in a subsequent podcast yeah. be like okay well now knowing yeah. this what do we think you know yeah, yeah. uh go, if and, and if, if you want to learn more about it too go check out that guy's channel i'll, I'll link it in i'll link it in the description check, that, <laughs> check out the description uh yes. but yeah that guy i really like that guy uh you should check him out too daniel if you ever get the chance i think he's pretty neat yeah i'll, I'll for sure um link but, it and i'll click on the link yeah i'll link it in the description <laughs> uh but yeah what else happened this week for me uh thursday i my sleep schedule is is so fucked like i know i can say that all the time but it's so fucked it's a little bit less fucked but like it's still pretty fucked the past two <laughs> the past two days i've i've been going to bed at 4 p.m and waking up at like midnight and I just stay up. I just stay at like so like what the heck? <laughs> Wednesday 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 afternoon at like four thirty. I went to like I was like, I'm gonna take a nap. And then I woke up at like twelve thirty. <laughs> and then I was just like, Well, guess I'm up now. So I slept like a good eight hours right there. Yeah. Uh, and then like yeah. last night I went I was like, I'm gonna take a nap. I went to bed at like five. And then I woke <laughs> up at I woke up at two thirty AM and I was like, Well, <laughs> Like so, yeah. I've been up since like two thirty. It's five o'clock now. Typically, this is where I'd be going to bed, but I got plans tonight. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let it happen. <laughs> Wait, so I thought before you were like staying up all night. And yeah. Then, so, At so least, then you decided when you decided to take a nap, all that lost sleep like caught up with you, and then you ended up now you're now you're like reverse cycling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I'm literally going like overlapping itself yeah um yeah no i think i've been like i've been looking i've been like analyzing sort of like my my habits i i feel like i just get really freaked out by the concept of like sleeping if that makes sense like when i go to bed and i'm like okay it's sleep like it say it's like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock i'm like i need to go to sleep like saying calling it sleep it freaks me out because I'm like, fuck. If I don't get to, if I don't go to sleep, then I'm not gonna get enough sleep. And if I don't get enough sleep, then I'm gonna be tired. And if I'm tired, I'm not gonna be productive. And if I'm not productive, I'm not gonna graduate college. But like, <laughs> when when I go to bed at four thirty in the afternoon, I'm like, I'm gonna take a nap. So nap to me is sort of uh, just like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sort of like, you know, I'm just I'm just taking a nap. Like it's just maybe casual. there's a way for you to relate. Maybe there's a way for you to like associate nap with you know actual sleep like at 11 o'clock just like somehow get yourself to be to to like be okay with going i'm gonna take a nap and then you know you'll actually end up sleeping through the night i feel like for me to get in that mindset i have to that requires me to be in the mindset of uh, i am going to be awake 24 7 that way anytime i'm asleep it's, it's a nap <laughs> it's true uh maybe maybe i could try that maybe i could trick my brain into just being like it's just a nap i don't know but there's also something very comforting to me i like having like so i have blinds in my room i like having them like half open 
something super comforting to me of just having the blinds like half open and seeing the sunlight streaming through. Yeah, and that is. I don't know. It's just to me that's like, yeah, nap time. <laughs> yeah, that no, it's like in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess yeah. That's when you said you're yeah. Like afternoon sunlight in the right way can yeah. definitely make you just fall asleep. That's definitely hundred percent. Take a nap. I mean, excuse yeah, me. <laughs> a nap. A nap. We don't we don't sleep anymore. We only take yeah. naps. Well, that's interesting. When you said you were, didn't like like that's the idea of sleep just freaks you out. I thought you were gonna go in the direction that I get sometimes. Like sleep doesn't usually freak me out, but sometimes when I'm like trying to fall asleep, I'll get I'll have like moments of like just absolute like what am i doing like when i'm trying to fall or like it's like terror kind of like i'm when i because sometimes i'll just be like i'm going to sleep which means you know I'm, I'm going to lose awareness that you know of everything basically for many many hours and then hopefully i'll wake up <laughs> afterward you know but like what the when fuck that, daniel when come I'm on that, don't do like, this to the don't just do the viewers bro shit Oh yeah, I'm sorry, viewers. You're, you're gonna have like viewers. horrible nightmare, or not even. You're gonna like have like waking, waking terrors. But it's like, well, what if I? It's not really that I'm like, what if I don't wake up? It's yeah. just like I don't like the idea that I'm basic. Like for all intents and you're purposes, you're turning off. I'm basically dying yeah. right every night, and then hope, hopefully waking up. The hopefully part isn't so bad, but I just don't like the fact that I'm unaware of the entire universe at that point, except for you know dreaming. You kind of think you're more your Dude. brain starts to become more active even and you, you know you're supposedly you dream every oh, night anyway. i just um, had i just had the biggest like galaxy brain idea <laughs> <laughs> so you know how like between zero and one there was an infinite set of numbers right sure yeah maybe i this is like a completely un like how would i make this jump but maybe when we die it's like our brain is shutting down, but like there's an infinite set of like shutting down sequences in between death and like living. So we're just like when we maybe that maybe when we die, it's just a constant dream. I feel like this has been said before somewhere. Well, I mean, probably there's yeah, I mean, probably something similar, but yeah, I'm that, that's one way to look at it. Damn, see, so we gotta make sure you're having a good dream. Maybe that maybe that's where like the concept of like heaven and hell come from, because when people well, like how would, how when would that make any sense? When I people would... when people die, so you're having a constant dream, right? Eternal sure. dream. If okay, you're well, having if you're having a bad dream when you die, like if your eternal dream is bad, that's hell. And then okay, so, but... like say you die for six minutes, right? You'd be like, I was legally dead for six minutes. Like I saw, I went to hell. I saw the devil. Like fucking maybe you're just having a bad dream, and like you just got the bad hand of the cards. Yeah, how do you know that that was? How do you know that that was like? Well, I guess if you were legally well, okay, legally dead, it implies a lot of different things. But I mean, how do you know that that was just a normal dream as opposed to like the infinite brain shutting down dream? What do you mean? Well, if somebody you know were to legally die for six minutes and say you know I I came back and let's say I went to hell yeah. or whatever, how do you know that what they saw and that whole experience that they had was just them because they were only legally dead and they came back to life? How do you know that they weren't just kind of in between starting the shutdown process and being alive? You know, well, I guess exactly. Let, let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. So say say you go to bed have a bad dream you wake up oh jeez, i had a bad dream damn 
Say you die, you have a bad dream. You don't wake back up. That's fuck. That's hell. That's hell. Well, you know, I understand that. I'm just the the. How would anyone communicate that to the world? Like that. So like because the, it's the like because like you wait, say you go you say you die legally die in quotations. I'm putting air quotes right now. Yeah. Legally die for six minutes. You wake back up. You you saw some crazy shit. It was a bad dream. You're just like whoa, that was a bad dream. But then the doctor comes up and is like you were legally dead for six minutes. You're going to be like, I was in hell. <laughs> You're going to be like, I was in hell. But the idea that that's where the, the concepts of heaven and hell came from doesn't make sense because it's very unlikely that somebody was, you know, when those concepts were created, whenever that was first, which, which is like, that's even, that's a debate on its own. But if there was a moment where those ideas were first created by like one person, what's the likelihood that that one person like died, like getting a, like, like smashed their head on a rock or something and then somehow woke up again or maybe they got struck by lightning and their heart stopped and then they got struck by lightning again and it like restarted like well, they're, they're, I don't it's know, very like, like they could have communicated that idea at the very beginning of that idea I don't, I don't know it might just be like very vivid I've, I don't know about you Daniel but I've had some very vivid dreams I've had dreams about like fucking getting poked and prodded and stuff like that and I feel it <laughs> like I feel it when I wake up on my body I'm like holy fuck <laughs> like what just happened like i feel that shit so like i can picture like fucking ancient jerusalem or something like some like some dude just having like a really vivid ass dream and he's like god he's like there's god like god exists and then his friend's like what the fuck is a god and like and he's like i don't know but it's there you know what i mean like i don't sure. know like, well that 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 could be you know like who knows Obviously, again, to our audience, we are. This is complete, just our uh, conjecture, just for fun. So we're not trying to, you know, you know, fuck, fuck religion. Religion all, doesn't but... exist. No, stop. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm being kidding with you. We, yeah. So, like, it's just, it, it, it's impossible. Like we were talking about philosophy, it's impossible to debate. And like, you can't tell me I'm wrong. Time, yeah. Well, most of the time, you can you know have different opinions about it and still live in harmony like it's it's just that's the what I, or that's what i think is the best way to d live in a world where there's so many different perspectives you know yeah but yeah i mean that's an interesting thought and that's me. why political yeah. parties are fucked no i'm not gonna get into that <laughs> new topic we'll all, all i'm gonna say time. is that george washington in his farewell address told us that political parties should not be a thing. And look what we did. We fucking made political parties. I don't know. It's not about political parties anymore. It's about class anyways. Class is the new divider. It's about a lot of, yeah. I mean, it's about a lot of, a lot of divisions. But, a lot, a lot. Yeah. But anyways, death is just an eternal dream. Uh, <laughs> That's our conclusion for today. So make sure, is it our conclusion? Are you, do you have to go? Well, I mean, it's been, how long has it been? Like 40 minutes? It's been like 30, 31. I mean, I feel like we're we're kind of approaching a natural stopping point, if not already there. Uh -huh. We don't have to be already there, but I'm saying that's our conclusion for that conversation. Okay. See Death is an eternal dream. Death is eternal. So you make sure, <laughs> better make sure you're having a good one. <laughs> How would one do that? Uh, you literally can't. I don't know. Like, be you happy. You can't be, do. be content. Don't be afraid of death, I guess. Like, so when you're dying, you're not freaking the fuck out, and you're just sort of like, ah. Yeah, that's, that's a good, that could work. When I, when I, so at the beginning of August, 
I had like a really scary thing happen to me. I was like, I don't know what it was. I think it was like some sort of panic attack or something, but I got home from work and I was pooping. I was on the toilet. And then all of a sudden, like I was getting really cold, right? And I was just like, oh shit. I like, guess the, I guess that AC's up. I'm like, damn. So I crawled in my bed after I was done pooping. And I noticed that like my hands, my hands and my feet were like super cold. They like numb almost. Like they're just super, super cold. I was like trying to warm them up under the blanket and they wouldn't get warm. And then I like my heart started beating really fast. I was sweating, uh, like, and then I I, start, I couldn't feel my hands. I start, I started to not be able to feel my fingers. Like it was like you know like when your your foot goes numb or something like that. Yeah. It like tingles. Yeah, yeah. My hands started to feel like that, and I was like, mm-hmm. holy fuck! My heart was beating super fast. I was like, I was I was like, convulsing. Not not like convulsing, but I like I was literally like. I was like, I wasn't able to control my movements. Like my arm yeah. would just like jerk. I would have like spasms like all over my body. I was breathing real, real heavy. My heart was going fast. I was convulsing. I couldn't feel my, my fingers. My toes were cold. Like I, I thought I was dying. I thought I was having a heart attack. <laughs> like I straight up, I straight up was like, I'm going to die here. Uh, and I like, and I told him, I like told my mom what, like how I was feeling. I thought I had like COVID at the time and we went to the hospital, like get me checked out. Um, I was gonna ask, like, did, yeah, I'm glad you uh, told somebody and got checked out. Oh yeah, no, I thought I was gonna die, so I was just like, <laughs> goodbye, like goodbye, mother, goodbye, sister, I love you. Um, but like, I like, yeah, no, like, basically, when I got to the hospital, they're like, yeah, yeah, I probably have COVID. Uh, and like, they they tested me and everything, and like after I got to the hospital, I felt a lot better, just because like I was in a place of like medicine, like they could treat, yeah, they right. could fucking that's, help help me if crazy. if I wanted to. But I legit thought I was gonna die, like not even joking. Like straight up, I was like, I'm like, I'm having a heart attack right now. I'm going to die. Like I, like, I can't even like describe it better than like, just like, I was like, yeah, like this is yeah. death. Like this is death. And it, it was kind of, it was kind of comforting. Not going to lie. Like the feeling, I don't know. Like, like they're obviously, I want to do so many things in my life. I want to do some like great things in my life, but just the thought of like, you know, like it was, it was out of my control. Like I can't fucking do anything about this. Like, if it's my time, it's my time. It was kind of, it was kind of like comforting. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like they say, you know, death is the only certainty in life. So that, I mean, if you look at comfort as certainty, then that is the only comfort in life. You know, like, I, know. That's I was like, the perspective you could have. I went like so like right before we go to the hospital. I was like, hmm. I thought for a second. I was like, hmm. This is, gonna, this is gonna be like my last fit ever. So I made sure I was dressing. I I got my fucking Jordans uh-huh. on. I got my. Like I put on my. I put on my Jordans. I put on. I was looking like fly as shit. I was like, <laughs> woo! Like all these all like, all these people about to walk in here. They'd be like, oh no, he's dead. Damn, he's got some nice ass <laughs> shoes though. Like damn, he's like. I'm like, hey mom, how much for those shoes? Like shit. No, but yeah, I was like I was like, I'm gonna get a fire fit off right now before I die. I was like, I'm all about the game. Like I'm all like we're gonna go we're gonna go out swinging. We're gonna go out swinging right now. That's know, a but... fantastic last thing to do. Yeah, no, I was just like I was just like if we're gonna if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it right, man. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna you wanted you were getting dressed in the clothes you wanted to be buried in. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, I look good. But yeah, I like I was just like honestly like I was like I'm going to die. I look good. Like I 
I don't know. Like it's kind of it's kind of funny, honestly. Like I'm gonna fucking die. Like I don't know. It's kind of like, woo. <laughs> but like I don't know. I thought it was. I I just well, it was. I mean, it was... That's it's interesting because I've had I haven't had any of the the like coldness or the convulsion kind of thing, but I have had where like my limb, my arms and legs get numb like that and hands, you know, like, and I start, yeah. I'm like, I feel like I've lost like 50% of the sensation in my arms, like just inexplicably. <laughs> uh, and so I'll think I'll have, I'm having like an allergic reaction or something, but it'll go away. And it's happened. It has happened when I've had an allergic reaction, kind of, but like most of the time it just will randomly, I'll be like, I'll like, you know, get up from, you know, working on my computer or like watching tv or something and i'll like randomly have like much less sensation all over my body than i would normally and i'm like this feels really weird so like i've had that same kind of similar physiological experience but not like not to that extent Yeah, yeah, yeah so imagine that but like over your entire body yeah, like it's that's it, really weird. It was scary, and I didn't know why. So what? They didn't obviously. They didn't say anything. It was just like a weird panic attack or something. No, I had like, like I had like a hundred and like two fever or something. Oh, at that time. Yeah, like they oh, took my temperature. Okay. It was like it was like one hundred two point five. Like <laughs> it was so is. high. It was so it's such a high temperature. But I only had it for that one day. I took. I got the COVID test. I was negative. That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I had COVID later on that month, but, like, that was a completely separate test, like, and it was the nose one. Yeah. They fucking shoved that bitch in my, like, all the way in. Wait, 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 wait. You tested positive. Have you tested positive twice, or are you talking about the time we were I tested about- positive, like, another time once I was at ASU. I took a saliva test, and I got tested positive. Oh, But this shoot. was, like, this was, like, at the August 1st. This was, like, right at the beginning of August. And I went to the hospital okay. and they gave me like a nasal test. Like they shoved the swab like down yeah. my fucking oh. nose. I cried a little bit. It like it kinda hurt. That sucks. I uh at the at U of A they have the you know, you do it yourself, the nasal swab and they have you stick it an inch in your nose, so I don't think it's as bad as that. And it's not it is kind of uncomfortable, but it's like it's it's actually pretty easy because you just go until you feel resistance, but they like they like stuck it up in there. For you, right? Yeah. That, like, I felt like it went, like, deep inside my nose. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't well, know. I mean, maybe it was, like, a precursor to COVID? Like, how soon was that, like, episode before you got tested positive? Like, 20 days. Weird. Yeah. That would make sense. I don't know, man. Very strange. Yeah. It may be, like, a random series of stimuli like just triggered some weird glitch in your brain or something like i feel like that i think it was just like a stress attack and something like that because like i was working hella that week and like college like college was stressing me out so much and like just being stuck inside with my family was like fucking ass so like i think it was just like a combination of stimuli right there like yeah weird there's things that were probably like mounting stressors mm-hmm. yeah it was it was but yeah death well, i don't know I was, I was like i'm ready i was like i'm ready i was like the fucking <laughs> i was like i'm ready bro uh but yeah what else Uh-oh. today today's friday I'm, i got i had an essay due on saturday but i finished it already 
Nice. It was six pages. I've never written a six page essay before. I think I, I I think it I was kind of bad, but like, you know <laughs> I submit, mean at least you got it done. Submit something, you know, right? Yeah. I'm doing something Saturday, so that's why I wanted to get it done early. Yeah. I'm visiting uh I'm actually at home right now. I'm visiting for since I got oh, home yeah, yesterday. I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, visiting for the weekend. Nero, so how's Nero doing? He's good. I'm sitting here at my desk. He's looking at me in the front of the tank. Very I fed good. him. He's very happy. Very good. He very definitely good. Recognizes it. Yeah, for all of you who don't know, Nero is my African mudskipper. Uh, <laughs> but he definitely recognizes different people. Like mom, my mom was saying uh, that he's like when they come in and feed him, or when when they come in my room at all, he'll like he'll be hidden. He'll be like you'll see ripples in the water, but he'll be gone. Like he'll hide in his hole or something. Oh yeah. Uh, they say that recently he's been a little more friendly, but like I came in and he, you know, walked up to the front of the he's tank. Like, oh, like, hey. He's like, hey, I haven't seen you in you. a while. Yeah. yeah. Hey. That's so he neat. That's actually really neat. Fish. Yeah. That's cool. Damn. Yeah. He's a friendly little guy. He still gets like weird moods. Like sometimes I'll be able to pet him with the paintbrush that I've got. Oh, yeah. And sometimes like, I tried yesterday and I like reached down in there. You know, and started brushing his side with the paintbrush, and his fins immediately were like, like stuck straight up, and he's like, Argh! and he got ah, really, he'll like, get extremely pissy. Don't do that. I think he was he was hungry because he hadn't had. We ran out of crickets, and I just got some more today and fed him, and then after that, now he's like, it was like, all right, yeah, he's pretty, he's chill. I'm not, hang, I'm not hungry, hungry he, anymore. Yeah, when he's hungry, he uh, he doesn't dig, he doesn't climb on stuff. He just sits at the front and kind of just looks depressed. And obviously he's very angry. But then when he's fed, he's like, ah, now I'll, now I'll, like after I fed him, within minutes, he was like making some adjustments to his burrow and climbing up on the rocks, hanging out. He's got very distinct moods. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, we're at like 42 right now, so. I think right. I think it's good time, man. That's yeah. that's usually what our our episodes be seem to be going at is like forty, little little bit yeah. forty. I think I think that's a good time. But yeah, um, you're I back at home. Nero's today. doing good. Wait, what? Yeah, I said you're back at home. Nero's doing good. I'm just chilling. Yeah, yeah. talked about LSD and death. Philosophy, philosophy and death. That's gonna be the title. That's gonna be the title of this one. Philosophy and death. Uh, but yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I feel like this was a pretty good episode. I don't know about you, yeah. but I feel like this is a pretty good episode. Let's review our own episode right now. <laughs> I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. I don't know. <laughs> I agree. I agree. 8.5. Right. Uh, link in the description for that one uh, dude that I watch on YouTube. So, uh, yeah. You got anything else to say, Daniel? Uh, no, I, I think we're good. Thanks for listening, everyone, as always. Yep, yep. All right. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs>